0: You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes when God, you ain't the only one that had trouble in your life. I got trouble too. You just don't see it, or I may act like I ain't got it, but that's just an act, right? All right. Okay. There we go. So you, I may act like I ain't got it, but I got trouble. So, but I have to. I can't let that overtake me to the point where I say, "Man, God ain't right." God, do me. He ain't blessing me enough. He ain't doing this Yeah, the devil would put that thought in my mind, but I try to get that junk out just as quick as he put it in.
1: Because
0: right. in my mind, I said that belongs in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Because I cannot keep the right mind of even what he, what, what, we talking about Sunday of praise and worship of God who's gonna deliberately allow me to suffer like this. Jesus,
1: Jesus. I
0: ain't gonna praise Him and He acting like He's my enemy. <laughs> See, that's why you got to get it out. Because that's what flesh and faith. I ain't gonna praise Because he, like he, he treat like me like I'm the new. Okay. Well, well, I said, now the devil tries to, look, let me back up just a little bit. These events are a perfect examples of how Satan uh, 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 draws many people into spiritual slavery and especially how believers can backslide. The devil tries to chip away at their conscience and eliminate small disciplines. So you don't discipline yourself to come to church. You discipline yourself to pray. You discipline yourself. You discipline yourself. So you, at first, when you first got saved, it was hard to do these things. But as you begin to, for you to say, I've been saved 10 years and 20 years, and you ain't disciplined, Something wrong. And if something ain't wrong with me. Remember, you, we and we gotta be examining ourselves. So when I say something ain't wrong with me, I mean it's not me. You, you, you gotta examine yourself. If I'm still struggling with stuff, and I'm 10 or 20 years, something wrong with me, and you should be saying that to yourself, something wrong with me, because I'm still struggling. Okay. But but these small, these, these we that, uh, he tries to eliminate small uh, disciplines in our life. We begin to think maybe this aspect of God's living isn't important, or this small sin surely won't hurt me that badly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: After all, it's not as bad as those other sins. We start putting sin in a
1: category like yeah. this oh, is bad and New that's. This is worse. I'm not nowhere
0: near. I'm <laughs> sinning every once in a while, but it's nowhere a bad as that. Not Eventually. Though gradually regression, the devil can put us back into the same slavery from which God has delivered us from. I didn't get saved to go back in hell. I didn't get saved to go back and pick up my old tools that the devil took from me. There's yeah, something that, as soon as I see my, uh, something from my past that used to remind me of the whole me, I immediately say, oh, time to, mm mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Even if it's watching television, and I see something, oh, hey, Oh. No. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Even the social media is talking about Jesus Christ coming. He's coming as you know, they talking about the chips, the chip that that chip, 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 I ain't worried about no chips. Me? If you're living right, you ain't got to worry about nothing. Amen. But well, if you ain't living right, you better worry. And the only worry you should be doing is getting yourself right with the Lord. Amen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Any questions? Okay, we're talking about slaves can be delivered. Now, we see that, okay, we're talking about, now it is a known fact that the government may forget their history. Is it, is, is, it, is it a common thing for governments to forget about the past history? Yeah,
1: some
0: things, yeah. Yeah, if, if, if it had been, let's say the United States for instance, if, if they could, they don't want you to re- recall the fact that they took this land from the Indians. No. They don't want you to recall that they brought black people over here to be slaves. It's because we get a little freedom, we start educating our own people with movies and documentaries and stuff like that. We keep going out and let people know well, this is where we come from. If it hadn't been for them, they would let us know. And, and, and it's up to us to educate someone like London and Caleb and all the other kids coming up where we come from. Because in them, they're they coming into a world that they just see, oh, it's good, it's nice, everything's so sweet. But in this and this, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't always what it looked to be. It's not always what it was to be. And it was built upon somebody's back, being a slave. For instance, the government. So the government, it's a no fact that governments may forget their history. Don't you forget your history, God. No, don't you forget
1: Look at the, the Egyptians. The Egyptians. Sometimes it, 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 it's not really too much that they don't, they don't want to remember. It.
0: Yeah, a lot of people yeah. say, I don't want to remember all this. I don't want to remember all this. It's a free slave. Embarrass their You, know, you mm-hmm. may say you don't want to remember until some white guy calls you.
1: Yeah, happened yeah, to me. But they know I went to school for it. My dad, and mm-hmm. hey, one of the black men being that smart. One of the black people. Sometimes how they was raised when come were married, out. Or so how, the how, how they how they how their parents right. used to have come oh, out. We
0: only mm. Look, look, in, in the scripture, the government had forgotten something. Yourself. The Egyptians had not always oppressed the Hebrews. Yeah. The Hebrews was the Israelites. The Israelites were Hebrews that's yes, but remember to uh, Abraham you thing is going to happen in the fourth generation to coming right back here mm-hmm. They're going in the body. Now, now remember all this remember this in fact Joseph once held a position of authority in the government Amen. he was second only to Pharaoh himself mm-hmm. and he was a Hebrew an Israelite yeah. what? However, governments may forget their history, Exodus 1 and 8. The Egyptians did not remember God's miraculous provision through through, through Joseph's supernatural ability to interpret Pharaoh's dream. They they forgot that. The Egyptians forgot that. They did not remember how God, through the Hebrews, had provided for them for seven years, Uh through Joseph, God-given ability to manage and administrate. And then became, and then because they forgot previous previous blessings, they committed egregious sins. Egregious means growth or flagrant sins. Yeah.
1: Really?
0: Because they didn't want to remember. No. Amen. And to act in a way that you, if you act like you don't remember, that's like a flagrant
1: the scripture saying that they got they were scared of the Hebrews. Yeah. That's why they put them in slavery. Mm-hmm. Hey, of them. People, they were kind of really. yeah. They were afraid that if they would outnumber them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. And if somebody was to come up against them, said the Hebrews could join yep. them and overthrow them. Mm-hmm. Like you say it was seven years of planning, seven years of, 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 of famine. It was fourteen years mm-hmm. right
0: there so Now what allowed them to be captured? Was the fact that they began to turn their back on the Lord. Wow. And the Lord allowed Pharaoh's army to eventually turn and capture them and keep begin to increase their bondage more and more. And that's what the devil is going to try to do to you. He's trying to get you back right back where you came from. When the last state is worse than the first. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's his aim. I know the devil had a part of it, but, but I
1: think the Lord would tell Abraham that the seed is going to be abundant years afterwards, I'm going to bring them right back to this mountain. Mm. You know, you know yeah.
0: Now, as Christians, we must not forget the blessing God has poured out on us in the past. But because we take the blessing like it's a natural part of living, we take it for granted.
1: Amen.
0: When you take God's blessing for granted, you forget it's a blessing. You hear what I just said? When you take it's a store down here at the corner. I' gonna get you some food. It's a restaurant. that's gonna give me something for granted. When you take when you you, you, you take that for granted, you, 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 you get to the point where you're endangering yourself because you you ain't realizing that God bless you to have these things. And now he's gonna them things to be taken away. Mm-hmm. Already we're struggling to put food on the table. High prices, gas, mm-hmm. food. Now, they talk talking about famine. Things are, uh, uh it's famine because the heat is all melting drying up the earth. That's going to create our prices more. When seasoned Christians fall into sin, it is mainly because they have forgotten, or sometimes they forgot, they just don't care. Okay, so this part comes, or discounted. The many miracles and blessings God has given them in the past. How can this is a question that I'm gonna ask you? How can someone who is filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name backslide? It's just called a spade a spade. It happens. How it can it happen though? The, 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 yeah. the father went back
1: to the world on the chemistry and looking with me. Yeah. I'm gonna walk away from Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 because um, even uh, the, Bible. <laughs> the Bible says that we're flesh yeah. flesh is energy of his God yeah. so unless we let the spirit of God overtake our flesh that's how we get to backfire we have to stay firm we gotta abide in his word and his word gotta abide in
0: us yeah anybody yeah. else Can answer that question. You agree with the father? Yes. Okay, the answer is simple by slowly and gradually forgetting over time. Forgetting over time. I don't have to take this. They don't know who they're messing with. What do you mean you ain't got to take this? You take whatever God line you go do. You know, uh, Pastor, when you have a relationship with
1: somebody like, say, some of my aunties, you know, when I was real young, I used to see them all the time. We we was close. And then, you know, I got big, moved here, we did this. I never, you know, tried to see about them or talk to them or call them on the phone, send them a letter. Then after a while, we go somewhere, and they said, oh, go say hi to Aunt So-and-so. And you was like, is that Aunt So-and-so? Because you ain't had no relationship. You, you broke the relationship. So now you didn't even realize that was the, the person that was your aunt. And
0: that's the same thing with the Lord. Sometimes we get so far away from them because we have not stayed in contact with them that we end up doing whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Praise the yeah. Lord. Yeah. I was talking to my wife recently, I think this week, about uh, when you're young, all you think about is get, get, get making money, making money, doing things. All of a sudden you see yourself old and realize working didn't make you rich. If you are wealthy, because God has maneuvered something in your life that caused you to remember that God will give us the power to obtain wealth. Mm-hmm. And, and not necessarily you obtain wealth by your own education, it's by who God put you with. Hence the saying of it's not what you know, it's who you know. True. God allows you to So you end up getting old and have all these maturity houses, land, possessions, money in the bank, and no, 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 no relationship with no So when you get sick, nobody calls you. Nobody wonders where are you, what's going on? Why man we her Because you, you value possession and things and money and, and more so than human beings. To the point that if you get to the point that die, you lay in the hospital, no one comes to visit. Because they don't, you value them, those material things. You wait for your car to come up there and knock and say, how you doing? Are you feeling better? <laughs> or your new cell phone. <laughs> it ain't going to matter. Yeah. Like the man told me at the job. I walked down Man, baby, and looking terrible here. Yeah. He said, said, Myron, I ain't worried about it. I'm in survival mode. Mm. He said that meant something to me when I felt good. But now I'm in survival mode. That don't mean nothing. When somebody know that they got a, uh, the doctor say you got six months to live and you feel the the sickness that that they say you have progresses slowly slowly. What you got in your possession ain't going to mean nothing. If anything, you're going to start looking up people. Or who are you, they're gonna say. <laughs> you're that empty chair that never showed up at the Thanksgiving dinner, you know, right? mm-hmm. You don't wanna be that type of person. Always make, make time for your family. You know, we make time to just mention and say, you make time to do what you want to do. If you wanna go get anywhere, you're gonna make time to go.
1: <laughs>
0: if you wanna, sometimes we feel like, oh, he just get on my nerve. That's our tears is from that. I, said, I don't want yeah. to do that That she said that's how, what what it takes to have a relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. You got to take the good with the bad. And sometimes they ask you to do stuff you don't want to do. You just say no, no. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't want to tell them no to hurt their feelings, but they're constantly telling you something that hurts your feelings because what they're telling you, you don't want to do it. So you don't want to be put in a bad position where they always tell you to, to do something that you don't want to do, so you say, I ain't going to be rocking. Just tell them, oh, no, I ain't no. Can, you, can I get $100? No, I ain't got I'm not giving you it. Or if you, you got it, you say, no, I ain't giving it. If you don't want to give it, you say, no, I, I'm not giving you $100. You ain't got it. I ain't got it. You got it. You can get it, but I'm not giving it to you. And don't be ashamed to tell the truth. Why not? You, maybe because you ain't gonna give it back. Maybe I don't know what.
1: honest. You know.
0: But still, let them know. As time goes on, hey, how you doing? Everything you know, all right? Yeah. Sorry about it. My All right. Let's move on. Okay. Oh, uh, we'll Okay moving on. Okay. Now, a- after God has seen enough of Israel's suffering, he had a plan. Now, God will allow you to suffer so while. then he'll have a plan. If you constantly don't want to do what the Lord said, he'll let you go on out there. Mm-hmm. Because that's how, how much of a gentleman he is. He ain't going to make you, but in time, you're going to be persuaded by serving the devil that I should, I should be with the Lord. And God has seen enough of Israel suffering. He had a plan. Now God has a plan when we leave him. That he will sure you back. But you have to believe that God wants you back. You know, we, 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 we're we more hard on ourselves than God is. Oh, no, do God helps to that. He don't want me. I'm useless, God. I, I keep doing what I want to do, God. I keep turning my... no oh, God loves you. He yeah, didn't hear a story. No. Said, fortunately now, God started Israelites in their distress and had a plan to deliver them. In Exodus 2, 1 and 10. Even while Pharaoh was trying to kill all the Hebrew baby boys, God protected many of their many of their children. One of these was the name of Moses, which we know mm-hmm. after his birth. His mother hid him for three months. I don't know what can you hear infant baby crying but she did. When she couldn't hide her no longer, she formed a floating basket and sent him down the river. Unfortunately, the basket left her hand, probably when the basket left her hand, she had a prayer that she, she it says the basket left her hand with a prayer as she sent the child down straight. Now, God heard her prayer and demonstrated his saving power. We heard of scenarios that people had backslid and they didn't think they were going to get back to the Lord. Earl Curtis was one, and he said, man, I didn't think the Lord aren't going to be able to make it back. But when he got back, he realized he was so grateful to the Lord for storing him. He was like, I ain't going back out of there no more. And he, he, he still had a little struggle, but he still tried to stay with the Lord. Every time he come back, that's one thing. You, it's all right to want to do your own thing, but and have a prayer like this. Lord, 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 till God talk to you. Amen. If you don't believe God talk to you, you ain't praying hard enough or long enough. I pray hard enough enough. And he started, how do you think I get messages? I don't just come up and say, well, let me just make up something. Uh, I go in prayer and the Lord tell me what to, what to say. I remember one time I was in prayer. I went to the, the, the convocation. I was in the convocation. What's your prayer? And I said, oh, we're around a bunch of big time preachers and all this stuff. I got I a got sermon here that I know they ain't heard this before. I'm going to preach this. I went in prayer and the Lord said, I want you to pray, I want you to preach that. Me pointing at something that I already preached. And I said, huh? I go up, I said, I I said that, that can't be the Lord talking to me. That's <laughs> <laughs> like I said. A lot of times when Lord talk, uh, we're, we're the Lord talked to us, we're in denial. I about I said, that can't be the Lord talking to me. I ain't man, I do I want have a church going wow See, we want we we want people to praise us and recognize us. But look, it ain't about us. And I said, well, i think you pray a little bit longer. And I prayed again. And the Lord Lord, told me the title of that sermon. He kept telling me, I want you to preach today. I said, hey, why didn't I want to preach? Because number one, I heard, I know what I'm And number two, I preached in here. And God, everybody just sit there like a, Thump on the log, like, it had no effect. And God said, I want you to preach that. And I said, I said, I, in my brain, I said, I'll think about it, right? Got prepared. We got up there for for, for a thing. They called me up to preach. I walked up there. In my brain, I said, man, I'm going to get my sermon that I had. I'm going to blow them away with this. It's like, i felt the anointing of God on. Like, it's almost like God was saying one last time. Preach this. And I turned around. I said, hey, uh, I remember I said, I was, God was there, you he heard me. I said, I had something I wanted to preach. And uh, I was preaching it to God the ain't, God ain't trying to impress nobody. I want me to preach this. And I preach, And I said, I have to go away from the Holy Spirit. And I preached it man, it was, it, was a, it was such a great blessing to the people out there. It's almost like, like the Lord said they needed they needed to hear what I had to say. That taught me something. I can't lean on my own what I think. From that point on, I said, no, I cannot lean on what I think. Meaning that God sometimes is going to tell you to do something that's going to go against what you want to do. When you'll be obedient, you stay out of slavery. But devil has mad slavery to make you think that slavery, This is you're not in slavery when you have the freedom to do what you want when you want. I'm going to do this. I ain't doing that. I'm going to do this. I'm, you need to be bright. You need to be controlled. Nobody going to heaven with this mind that I can do what I want when I want. The people of God learn how to submit, how to be under submission to the will and the plan of God. If God said be obedient to those that rule over if God placed you somewhere and said you got a leader, follow him. Follow him. That's submission. That's your submission. Now, now we we talked about this a while ago. Submission is not, I agree with what he's saying, so I'm gonna follow him. Well one time I'm gonna tell you to do something you don't wanna do. Submission is he telling me to do this, I don't wanna do that now because he's my pastor or because he's my leader, I'm gonna do what he said. Jesus is gonna tell, told you told the, the the rich man to go there and sell all you have and give to the poor. Like, right. but I did all everything else, Jesus. Why do you had to pick that? Why do you had to pick the one thing that that I had to say? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Jesus do you know what you are gonna struggle with. This is gonna be a struggle to try to do what He said. But we gotta pick what He said. Mm-hmm. Walk he walked away saying. See, because he had the decision to make. Am I going to do what the Lord wants, or I'm going to do what I want? That's, that's the, the same decision you had when you walked in the door and heard the word. Am I going to get saved, or am going to just keep doing what I want to
1: do?
0: I ain't ready. Well, you just made the decision. You're going to keep doing what you want to do until you get ready. Hopefully you get ready in this life. But if you let it linger too long and something happens you cut off, you are sealed. it. Ain't no salvation to the day. Once you the way you die is how you get back up before God. Now, uh, any question? Okay. Uh I don't know how I go finish this, but I'm gonna just go as long time allowed me. Okay. Okay, after you have seen, okay, we're talking about Israel. Now, uh, please. Now, when she, now uh, uh, the daughter, Pharaoh's daughter, there yeah, when she came down to the river to bathe, she saw the child and immediately had compassion on him. Now, this is her as she as she swaddled the baby. Moses' sister ran from the bushes and offered to find a Hebrew woman to nurse and raise the child. Listen to this. Of course, Moses' sister went right back to her mother, the the one that put the baby in the water. Even though Pharaoh tried to have all the Hebrew babies killed, Moses was raised by his own mother with the protection of the Egyptian government. He was supposed to be killed. That's just like God, eh? You put the baby in the water, they <laughs> rescue him. They said, we need one of the uh, Hebrew women to come and take care of him. So yet for some strange incident, the mother was the Hebrew woman that came to take, take care of the baby. That's what it is. Well, you know she's gonna take good care of him because that's her job. Oh, man. Any more questions? All right. Now, okay. Now, how many of you have experienced true slavery? How many of us have experienced true slavery? Anybody? Somebody's spiritual slavery every time some people call their job slavery slave. like man I can't do what I was like to. I'm not free here some people jail is a slavery when they make you do this they make you do that yeah slavery I'm saying that to say you were you just don't know seeing this slavery Mm-hmm. You love doing, you, you learn, you can be in slavery so long to the fact that you enjoy being in slavery. We were just talking about that. So, sin is slavery. You're so used to sinning that you cannot see your life without sinning. Because you don't put a program in your mind, or should I say the devil program in your mind, that when I'm sinning, I'm having fun. Right. When I ain't sinning, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Few of any of us have experienced really literal slavery. But many of us have experienced spiritual, emotional, and psychological slavery. Did I hit somebody? I hit everyone in here. Because I've been there, you've been there, you may be in denial, oh no, not me, but you've been there. Okay, many have experienced traumas, either by circumstances, or by life, or by wickedness, or by humanity. That has left them tortured by doubt and fear. Others have committed such great sins that have left them overwhelmed by guilt and self-condemnation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, no matter the size or the call of your spiritual bondage, our God can deliver you. Amen. Ain't nothing so hard, so what? God is nowhere, you ain't so far out there that God can't deliver you. There is probably many testimonies in this very room of God's miraculous deliverance from a wide variety of circumstances. The same God who delivered the Israelites and who delivered our elders and leaders can deliver us as well. You just got to believe he can do it. Any questions? Many of us have experienced, many of us, so we all have experienced through slavery, whether we in the knowledge of it or not. If you are not saved, sanctified, trying to walk in God, you are still in slavery. It just don't feel like it, do mm-hmm. That's the mind-blowing thing about serving the Lord. We walk by faith, not by sight. That's it right. don't look like I'm, I I'm look like I'm, I'm, look like I'm having fun there is a way the Bible said it seems right to a man but the end thereof are the ways of death meaning it seems right to do what they do yep. it seems right to party get high, chase women, chase men fornicate, get drunk lie, see, lot seem right rob people to get to the top and but the end is a way of death After Moses, it was mentioned of another deliverer like Moses should come. After Moses' divine protection in the river as a baby, Exodus, the second chapter, he grew up and and fled from the household of Pharaoh after killing an Egyptian. Why did Pharaoh kill an
1: Egyptian? No.
0: Why did Moses kill an Egyptian?
1: Anybody know the story? Mm-hmm. He saw him doing uh, something to one of his brothers and he, he was like, you know, when his Egypt, his Hebrew brother- Moses
0: came to the realization that he was an Egyptian. I mean, he was a, 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 a Hebrew.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Israelite was his people. Mm-hmm. And he saw one of the, the uh, 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 Egyptians mistreat one of his brothers. Mm-hmm. And he, he lost it. So well, that's why he had to play. Moses then lived in Midian, where he received his formal calling to deliver the Hebrews from their slavery in Egypt. Exodus three. He returned to Egypt, where their miraculous work of God delivered the Hebrews from their bondage, and through ten supernatural plagues, Exodus eleven. And 12. After the Hebrews were delivered, God gave them the law. A series of commandments for them to follow. This was not just because God wanted to have control over them. Rather, the law was given to keep the Israelites in healthy relationship. When you are governed by the law of God, that keeps you in a healthy relationship. To the world, you wasting your life. But to God, who's looking down all the time, they got a healthy relationship with him. That's what I'm coming back for. So they have a healthy relationship with God, and it prevents them from falling back into slavery even again. While giving them these commandments, the Lord also gave them a prophecy of another divine like Moses and this is Deuteronomy 18 chapter 15 to 17. I mean 15 to 19. And I'm sure that was something about Jesus Christ eventually we're talking about. Any questions? Now I have to Yeah. Okay. So what is the problem with grace and truth? Is there a problem with grace and truth? No, no problem. Do you see a problem with grace and truth? Do you think gracious truth is good? Yes. That's how I gotta say. It. <laughs> huh? Say yes. That's, That's how, how I gotta say it. Amen. What look, let me tell you something. I see no problem with grace and truth. I would have a problem with it if I never spoke in tongues. Because I, I would say it ain't no such thing. Or it might be true. Mm-hmm. But since I spoke in tongues, and I was trying to stop my tongue, and it kept going. I said, oh, that's it. That's sealed.
1: Yeah. And it ain't
0: just the words in red I need to pay attention to. Amen. When I spoke in tongues, it te- took my focus off of the words in red to all the 12 disciples. not only, I used to only reference the ones in red. But when, when I spoke in tongues, I said, man, those 12 right on it. Now everything they said, I value. Not just the ones in red. So, uh, uh, but the truth and grace that Jesus Christ offers are freely available to you right now. Still
1: available.
0: The problem is not, the problem is not availability but willingness to accept what Jesus has freely offered. Right? It's still available, but people ain't willing and don't have a will or desire to get it. In the, in the familiar fable of a frog who sits uh, passively while water gradually heats up the boil, the frog always has an opportunity to jump out. Think about it. However, a fog that is comfortable where it is might not choose that freedom, instead it may slowly perish Mm -hmm. the fog is only one choice away from, from life freedom and slavery similar, we are only one choice away from salvation we can choose today to receive the grace and truth that Christ is offering, we can Repent of our sins, submit, and be baptized in the name of Jesus and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. By choosing salvation, we are choosing to receive the unmerited favor and blessing of the Lord. Stop looking for um, uh, 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 the gift of levitation or the gift of raising the dead. Look for the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's the most important. If I saw somebody doing something... Somebody came in here dead and they raised him up. That ain't going to save me. I still ain't got the spirit. I need the Holy Ghost. That's just something to make me say, wow, God did that. Mm -hmm. Either I would say two things. Wow, God did that or wow, you did that. I'm either going to reverence the Lord or I'm going to reverence you. Either way, you ain't going to be saved. You ain't going to be saved referencing that person. And you ain't going to be saved if you, refer, uh, well, if you reference the Lord. You got to f- do what the Lord said. Now, it's not good enough just to recognize, what well, that is, God is good. God is wonderful. God has saved this person from the dead. But yet, still, I ain't going to do, I ain't going to, I ain't going to put a fire behind me to get anything that God said. Get What do you say, Phil? God what? The People have tried that, the
1: reference the person.
0: Yeah, by choosing grace, we are choosing to receive the unmanly favor of God and, and being and, and, and blessings of the Lord's grace and to live an overcoming life in the higher reality that God desires for us, which is the, the, uh, 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 the level of truth. Truth is important. Don't think for a minute that I will tell you a lie. If I'm if I if, look, if I told you something that was a lie, that, that means I told you out of ignorance. Wow. I really didn't know it was a lie.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: when I found out what I told you was wrong, I'm gonna get right back in the and say, oh, don't listen to that. Now, nah. You need to understand where I'm coming from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? So we all are subject to make a mistake. People that backslide will come back and say, I made a mistake. Amen. Am I going to point
1: my finger? <laughs> no. Because yeah. I,
0: I know where I was. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't point my finger because I, I remember me. Right. I see me and you know, everyone that comes here and they give up and then they come back and <laughs> I say, man, that was me.
1: The Lord said, you need to be patient. Keep praying for them. You people, people that did that, 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 do that when they do come back? still get the cold shoulder that
0: up? well these are this is why they get the cold shoulder yeah. because we are still in here trying to get perfect yeah. for the Lord some people ain't at that level yet they think, they, think they are yeah. but then when they face with somebody that giving them the cold shoulder instead of a forgiving shoulder mm-hmm. you know let's say somebody uh, a girl was here and then she left and she got pregnant had a baby she come back Right. It, so you gotta forgive her, All right. You're gonna make her don't want to come to church no more, and you're gonna make her don't even want to get her, her baby sick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you see how people are, they supposed to be right, they supposed to forgive me. She can come and literally say, I'm sorry, I, I learned. Mm-hmm. Some things you learn, you're gonna to have to be buff on you're gonna have to deal with it. And we know that scenario is possibly, and we might know somebody that's in a scenario like that. We still got to forgive them. They do wrong. People do wrong. And they learn, and they say, I need you. They ask the Lord to forgive them. Now they're trying to do what's right. We need to forgive them. Amen. We're not here to point a finger and judge. Mm-hmm. The only person who's supposed to be judging is yourself. Right. If you judge judging now, you ain't judging yourself. Mm-hmm. And in it. sense, you need to be, you, that should show you, you ain't righteous with your judgment. Because you, you, right. all, the Bible says, oh, no man anything but to forgive. And oh, no man anything but to love. In order to love somebody, you got to look beyond the fault to forgive. That's right.
1: Amen.
0: Stop bringing up the past about what's going on today. The past is dead. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing bothers me more than here's somebody always living in the past. Well, the past gone. Right. When my my job that I work at, I've been there almost 23 years. When I first got here, it was not, it was the best place to work. I wish it was still there. Because I experienced that and I see where it is now, I'm like, oh God. I'm haunted by the past, but I can't live in the past. Right. I have to live for right now. You got people now at my job. They had a technological lockdown, to the point where what they liked was what they liked and they, when they was on top of the game. They liked the VCRs, they liked the cassette player, and now we ain't doing that no more. We stream streaming offline. They getting frustrated with this. That's the past. They come there and say, can you help me get my D- uh, VCR working? Cassette? unless you got some old tape to watch, that's about the most I can do for you because you want to, I want to record my favorite show. You ain't going to be able to record it with that VCR. Mm-hmm. We're in the digital age now.
1: Yeah.
0: I said, it doesn't work like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And it is a way to do it with a BCR, but it's too complex for you to understand. I understand how to do it, but you won't know. You won't understand. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You, I just insulted them now. I just pretty much told them that they stupid. So I set it up. Now I tell them what to do. They called me back a few days and say they didn't do it. I said, because you did something wrong. I told you it was too complex. You just need to get a DVR. You know, everybody's familiar with DVR. Like Comcast has DVR and all these new things have DVR. You just hit record, hit the red button and walk away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or set it up for the red button to record and walk away. Banging But don't live in the past. I'm saying that to say don't live in the past. because it's, Living in the past now will frustrate you. Will anger you. Forget it, just dead. The reason why I say that is because I used to come here after I finally got myself to the point where I was gonna do what the Lord
1: said.
0: Amen. Sister Gartner didn't give up on praying on Thank you. And thank the saints of God that will praying for me. When I finally gave an ahead of mind, you was going to say I, I, I just realized that I, I'm not good enough. We well, won't you leave devotion? No, oh, I'm not good enough. Well, Why won't you leave Oh, no, I'm not good enough. Well, Why won't you be a deacon? Oh, no, I'm not good enough. The Lord spoke to me one day. That's the first time I heard the Lord spoke to me like that. He said, you need to forgive yourself. He said, I forgive. He said, it's Thursday. It's like I am to you, I heard a voice. When, you, when the Lord talking to you, it's not like you hear somebody talking to you. You hear a voice in your mind that seems like it's contrary to your thinking. It said, "I don't you. Now forgive yourself." And then he told me that that's the trick of the devil to keep you from going forward. I, I kept reminding myself of my past where I couldn't I couldn't go forward. I, I, I said, I'm just going to sit here and sit a little bit and I ain't going to do nothing. I'm going to call him in, I ain't going to do nothing because I'm ashamed that I let God down so many times. And then, when he told me that, look, when God tells you something, it should be an eye-opening thing where you say, oh, wow, I never viewed it like that. But even if I didn't view it like that, God said this is how he viewed it. You need to forgive yourself, and I forgive you. So I said, I need to stop sitting here saying I ain't going to do this because I let God. Stop I said, I let down God based on what you did in the past. Today, you can change. Amen. And tomorrow, you can change, not the past. everybody got a bunch of garbage back there in the past mm-hmm. and they messed up more. I know I do. I know all of us can say, if we leave up, we'll say, God said it's time to go forward. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't go forward putting put that garbage can would you. We need to get that. So yeah. I'm See, I don't keep you talking about it I'm Okay, um, all right. Okay. And uh after Hebrews were delivered from God, after Hebrews was delivered, God gave them the law. We'll talk about that now. In Acts. 22 and through 26 Peter preaches sermon confirming that Jesus Christ was indeed the prophet foretold in Deuteronomy so way back in Deuteronomy 18 chapter 15 through 19 the Lord was talking someone was mentioning about Jesus going to come so that was in the Old Testament so it was told in the Old Testament that he's going to be coming now we got the New Testament meaning he done came However, the, the deliverance Jesus offered through his death on the cross was greater than anything that Moses ever did. The people of Israel began to say, Moses, Moses, Moses was great. Moses was great. He wasn't greater than Jesus. No matter how good or how much they said Moses was great, Moses cannot bring them into this perfected state of a good standing with Jesus Christ so Jesus is better any questions this is why we no longer look to the law of Moses for salvation we do look to the law for clarification because it is the schoolmaster Schoolmaster it is the elementary part of our salvation to bring us up to the understanding where we are now in the new testament but it is not our salvation in our, there is no salvation in Moses the salvation is that Jesus Christ. That's right. Jesus offered a more complete salvation therefore we no longer are bound by the law or by what the law is called sin. We no longer are, 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 are subject to sin. In order to defeat sin you need the Holy Ghost. You need to first have a transformed mind. Transformed mind is good but the transformed mind is going to give you a mind to say I need to be baptized. I need to get the Holy Ghost. And that's what it constantly is going to keep you with that mind. You say, I need to be baptized. I need to get the Holy Ghost. Every day you come to church, you're not going to be baptized. And then when you get the baptism, you ain't going to be saying, I need to be baptized. You go say, I've been baptized. Now you need to get the Holy Ghost. I need to get the Holy Ghost. I need to get the Holy Ghost. And you're not going to stop till you get the Holy Ghost. Because you need some power to resist. You do what God said. When it gets hard, and it's going to get hard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You need something to say, hey, wait a minute. I can do all things through Christ. I don't care. All this ain't nothing but a a test and a trial. Now, the writer of John's gospel phrased it like this. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. This is John 1 and 17. The law was not sufficient. Law means the sin, the law of sin. The law was not sufficient to keep us out of slavery like the grace and truth is in Jesus Christ. The grace Jesus offered is unmerited favor say favor 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 grace of God in your life although we deserve slavery we don't serve God based on what we deserve God know we, we but we feel like if I look at myself right now the reason why most of us when we really look at ourselves in front of God and we feel like we might be standing right here but we feel anointed of God we fall down on the face, and we begin to cry because we looking at how we used to be. We wasn't worthy for God to get us out, but He saw fit and thought to He put a favor or a grace on us. Although we deserve slavery, God has given us an opportunity to receive freedom. Truth offers, truth refers to reality and fact. We can only experience ultimate truth in Jesus Christ. Biblically truth is not an abstract concept, but the person of Jesus. John 14 and 6 talks about that. And I'll finish up in this last one. Which do you think is important, the Old Testament or the New? Based on what I said, is the Old Testament important, more important than the New, or Phil?
1: Old Testament
0: really
1: is a foreshadowing what well, was about to come. If you look Type in the Old Testament, I agree.
0: If you had to choose one Testament, which one would it be? Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't separate them. Because Jesus was foretold in the Old Testament and you should expect. Now, also, the Bible said in the New Testament, in one of the scriptures, I don't know exactly where you know, I've seen you tell me. If anyone else comes preaching any other gospel, God,
1: one.
0: let him be a curse. Mm-hmm. curse. Galatians one. Why would someone say that? It must be because somebody somewhere in some point in time will come preaching another gospel. Yeah. Say it. And now people saying right now, oh, they preaching the prosperity gospel. No, I think they it might, I think it may be somewhere down it's the line dude. Somebody gonna come down and say, Oh, Jesus Christ came and gave us a third testament And it try to be at the And it may be telling you that you need to take this bar It may, it may not Who no. knows But Bible says let him be a curse Anybody gonna put you in the car. There's no other name. No we must be saved. We must be preaching Jesus. Sometimes Christians speak of the spirit of the Old Testament verses and the New Testament. We speak in terms of the Old Covenant verse and New Covenant. Both were established by God. Yeah. Right? And were appropriated for the time when they were given.
1: Remember okay. Jesus Mm-hmm you can't separate one from the
0: other it's good it's good that some people in the old spoke about these things in the new not they, now they now connected he did speak about that somebody in the old testament spoke about this thing in the new testament and when it comes to pass they are
1: connected
0: so it, it, it's no longer old and the new this old, it's more like a Bible in a sense. It's just one big Bible. If we want to see how we began and what we evolved through time, you could, the Old Testament tells you this. But you want to see where God has brought us to and where we're going, the New Testament will begin to enlighten us, to tell us. It's not, the Bible's not there, you know what people say, the Revelation is not there to scare you. The Bible's not there to scare you. This is not a, 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 a something that we throw to people to make them. Be. <laughs> it's a reality check and let you know that this is what God coming for, whether you believe it or not. We must make a choice. To make no choice, we don't make a choice. Yes, to make a choice, you know, we better off to jump in God and do what He says. What, what the, what's the worst thing that happen anyway? You live a better life. You be a, a, a nice person. People admire you for your integrity, for how you behave, how you act, your work ethic, your, your demeanor, what you run after. You're not worldly. You're not, you don't have a four-letter vocabulary. Now you have education. Look, most people in the Bible, most people that are in Christ act like they don't want the car, even if they didn't. Because God will clean them up. I'm nowhere like where I came from, Liberty City. And that's the hood. God will clean you up. Amen. He'll put you before men that you never dreamed you'll stand before. He'll have you sitting around tables with men like that. That you say, I can't believe it, I'm sitting here. Do they realize who I am? That's who it is. Where they are. You know, you're just sitting there saying, I looked up to these men. I looked up to these women. I looked up to these people of God. Now I'm sitting at the same table with them. They're sitting me equal with them. I don't get big heads but I'm going Lord, know what I thank you. Look, both are established by God and were given for a time when it was given. It was appropriate at the time of the Old Testament. Now God said, okay, now we're bringing the new. This dispensation of time is about to come to an end. However, the Old Testament has never intended to be the permanent, I said the old covenant, or the Old Testament has never been intended to be a permanent solution. The New Testament was meant. Paul wrote that the law was a schoolmaster or a school teacher a schoolmaster you look at the word schoolmaster that doesn't simply mean a school teacher yeah. well, the Old Testament was like a school teacher to keep up until Christ okay the teacher is teaching you until you get graduated to a higher level and then you begin to understand other things like fraction and division I mean uh, 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 uh. Uh, uh, after and all this stuff. But Jesus Christ came in Galatians 3.28 When Christ died and rose again he established a new covenant. Under the old covenant many sacrifices had to be made for all kinds of different problems. Under the new covenant or new testament Christ sacrificed himself once and for all. Hebrews 10.10 He singularly sacrificed his single sacrifice was enough to cover all sins and all sacrifices that were possibly were people were thinking about making. It's all covered under, by accepting Jesus Christ for once and for all. Now we are still living under that new covenant and the effects of Jesus' atoning sacrifice. So this is where we at. We are all we have all been slaves, and if we don't accept Christ, we gonna still remain slaves until we accept him. Mm-hmm. To accept him and not to say there is a God. I see too many people right now tell me that I know God but they don't have a relationship with him. You need to have that relationship. Relationship is closer than to say I know that person. If you say I know that person most time that you know that person or you heard of that person but if you walk up and say hey how you doing I'm so and so they're going to say I don't know you. Mm-hmm. But a relationship is my sheep hear my voice. He said, uh-huh. I am known to them and they are known to me. Mm-hmm. I know them. Amen. They have a relationship. Well, personally, like, if I have a relationship with Sister Felden, I can say, I know who Sister Felden is. And I say, hey, Sister chill. I'm saying, I don't know you. But if I have a relationship with her, when she's like, hey, honey, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I know you. I know mm-hmm. you. People going to acknowledge that I know you. Because mm-hmm. I got a relationship. That's okay. yeah. right. That's how close God wants us. The world is walking on. Acknowledging God, but they ain't having that relationship. To be saved, you need to have a relationship. You got to get a little bit closer, you, and that requires. If you get closer, that requires your love. Look, when you pray, pray that Lord give me a heart to love you more. Because without without a heart to love God, you're not going to seek Him. Think about it. Mm-hmm. If I didn't love to the family, I wouldn't pursue her to be my wife. That's right. It's, that's the same principle. You gotta have a, you gotta you gotta learn to love God. Even though God sometimes you, oh, he showed me enough stuff to love him. Oh, you gotta love him, you gotta fall in love with him. It's it's important. If your salvation is hanging in the balance. You need that to be saved. You need that. Because if you don't, you're not gonna pursue him the way it's intended, and you're gonna fall.
1: Because
0: stagnated, you only gonna stay stagnated for so long. Me. You, uh, but if you talk about this one day, he said, "You, you marching time. You standing there marching, but you ain't doing nothing. You gonna sooner or later, you are gonna make a move. You gonna get tired of doing this. You ain't going forward. You ain't going back. You sooner or later, you gonna you gonna you gonna take you gonna take a step one way or the other. Amen. You gonna make sure you take the right step. Slaves can be delivered. Amen. People that's in sin, they slavery." If you hear somebody right now say, "Hey, I'm I, I to the Lord now," they thats thats, that's the first step. You're getting coming to the Lord, nodding to God. We realize you have made an error in your ways, and now you're saying, "I need to get out of this mess." Amen. But don't just nod and do nothing. All right, time to go. I hope I said something that may help you in this journey. Slaves can be delivered.